This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. I want to start with the Panthers and Falcons. Okay. Um, Snaps were split evenly between B. John Robinson and Tyler Algier through the course of the game. Um, Algier kind of played this closer role in this game. The first three quarters, Robinson was on the field for 79% of snaps. Okay, Algier was also the goal line back in this game, right? He ended up with two touchdowns on top of his 15 carries. Algier had 15 carries in this game. He ended up with 18 touches. Now, I don't expect Algier to be be the goal line guy all year long, right? We're going to see a split there at the very least at some point. We saw Jameer Gibbs not getting a full role, you know, in his first week. You know, obviously, Bijan got a much bigger role in his first week. But I think his role also ends up growing a little bit as we go on. Now, Alger's a good running back, but they, they drafted Bijan for a reason here. And 79% of snaps when this, you know, during the first three quarters tells you a lot. Okay. Um, and, and the Falcons, you know, did go up in this game. Okay. So, right. you know, both of these guys can be fantasy relevant. Um, you know, Bijan, he got a 33% target share in this game. Uh, he ran around nice. 82% nice. of dropbacks, which is absolutely elite. He only ran two less routes than Drake London and Kyle Pitts. And don't, don't get me started on those guys. But <laughs> uh, Bijan's a must start right now. Okay. He's a must start every week. You know, Jameer Gibbs after that game, you're like, ah, do I start him next week? But like Bijan, like, must start. Okay. If he's running that many routes, like, you got to start this guy, okay? It doesn't matter if Algier is involved or not. Um, Algier, to me, is a sell-high candidate, okay? He's going to have his games for sure. Like, you know, this is going to be an effective run-heavy attack. But if you can get a real, like, legit, like, RB2 back, like, I'd do that, right? Like, Algier can be startable, but he's going to have his games. Like, it's going to be up and down. Um, and, 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 you know... You can't imagine the backfield shifting even more. Like, I, and for me personally, like I'm, I don't expect the backfield to shift towards Algier. I expect the backfield to shift towards Bijan, right? So this might be right. Algier's peak in terms of usage to start the year. Yeah, definitely to start the year. This is one of those situations where you have a guy that's going to get that intermittent workload. Sometimes it's going to be heavy, and then sometimes you know they'll get the goal line touches like Algier got, and then there are times where. They get seven or eight touches, and that's about it. You know, it might not even come in the passing game. And we see that B. John Robinson pretty much has that locked down. You look at the way that they were used. B. John Robinson, he had most of the, not, I think it was all the two minute snaps, if I remember correctly. So he looks good. 
it looks like he's going to get the workload that he was drafted to have. And that is actually pretty surprising when you consider that this is Arthur Smith, a head coach. Because we had seen Kyle Pitts not get used correctly, Drake London, that continued. But it looks like because the Falcons' identity is running the ball, Bijan Robinson is going to get that workload. I agree that Tyler Algier can be a sell high candidate. I think he's a really good sell high candidate because if you look at the usage, you know, he had more carries than Bijan Robinson. So you can sell people on that. Like sometimes you'll have players, and it happened last year with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, where he was super efficient. He was scoring touchdowns, but he had such low usage that it wasn't that easy to sell him if you're trying to dump him off. You know, if you listen to the podcast, where people would look at his usage and be like, oh, well, he wasn't used. That's just touchdown dependency. At this case, at this point, it looks like Tyler Algier is a big part of the backfield. But I'm also going to go back to what you said about B. John Robinson, where how is this backfield not going to shift towards him more? <laughs> you know, with the talent. He looks really good, dude. Did you see his really first good. touchdown? Woo! Did you see it? Like, that's on, a that, that's on a reception. And then he was also running the ball hard, too, obviously. He had a couple breakout runs. But, man, like, that's exactly what you want to see from your rookie running back, like he put to sleep, he did the opposite of what Jameer Gibbs did. He put to sleep any worries about what he's going to do this season. Like Jameer Gibbs, there's questions like, oh, well, his usage wasn't there. Obviously, we can still be optimistic about, about Jameer Gibbs, but if you look at which performance was more encouraging, you know, in terms of usage and then also the production, like Bijan Robinson was all that in a bag of chips in Atlanta. So that was 100%. awesome to see. Yeah, I love that. And and when the run game is working. The Falcons don't have to throw the ball, and yeah. and they won't. Drake <laughs> London had one target, zero catches in this game. Kyle Pitts had three targets, two catches. That's embarrassing, man. Like, get Disgusting. your playmakers involved. I know they won the game, but one target for your star wide receiver is insane. Okay. Yeah. For Mac Collins to out-target Drake London, that's just irresponsible. Right. I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I had him. I had him in two leagues. And I remember I put out a post on the newsletter last a couple of weeks ago. It was about talking about Drake London, how he had over 30% target share in the last in the last four weeks and like a 60 some percent air yard share. I'm like, this guy is gonna go ballistic. <laughs> he doesn't even right. need 10 or 12 targets. He can have seven or eight targets and get it done because he has this ridiculous air yard share. He's being targeted downfield, and then it just turns completely on its head. And he gets one target, no catches. It was just like, that was one of the worst feelings you have. Because he was being mentioned with guys like Christian Watson, who didn't play, obviously. But he was being mentioned with guys like Chris Olave. We'll, we'll get to him. Like, these big-name receivers. And he didn't come through at all. So that really hurt. <laughs> I mean, I'm speaking a little bit here. I might be tilting a little bit because I had him. But it was just despicable to see that happen. I don't expect that to happen again next week. But who knows? This is Arthur Smith. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I hear you, man. And, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't, he's a buy low for me, obviously, like Drake London. Like, there's no way that this type of usage continues. Right. Um, but it does suck. I, I wouldn't overpay for him, but I do want him on my team after this performance in terms of like the price that I can get him for. You know, you had to burn what, like a fifth round pick 
for Drake London. Like that's pretty much what it yeah, was, right? Somewhere in there. Lucky. Um, sometimes so, I think I got him in the sixth in one draft. But yeah, yeah, you can get lucky. He falls a little bit, um, but I don't think you have to pay that type of price right now. Um, if you wanted to get him, I think he could provide wide receiver two upside at some point this year. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, the the games have to be a little bit more, I guess, competitive, and the Falcons would have to be forced to throw the ball a little bit. Yeah, but it was interesting. Just, it sucks. It was interesting too because the calculation is half of his targets, Desmond Ritter's targets, went to running backs. So like we were talking yeah. about, Bijan Robinson eating in the passing game is not a bad thing. But he led, London, he led the team is. in target share. He led the team in targets. Bijan did. Yep. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's just running back for Bijan. Tyler Algier got some too. That's what I mean. Yeah. So it's like Desmond Ritter, I wasn't encouraged by what he did, but it's only week one. So you don't want to overreact. Like week one is notorious for overreactions. And that's what we're trying for not sure. to do. But, you know, it, are it you was saying I should not spend all my fab on, fab on Puka Nakua? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, no. I think there might be a little merit to that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll have to see. But he that one felt good. good. That one felt good yeah. for sure. Um, Miles Sanders on the other side of the ball, he saw 18 carries, six targets. Um, that's awesome. Those raw numbers are great. But also you have to keep in mind that the Panthers ran 77 plays in this game. So one of the questions yeah. was whether Sanders will have an every down roll. Uh, he did not. Only 57% of snaps on a potentially bad offense. Like This is one of the reasons why I didn't love Sanders this year. But Chuba Hubbard, he was very involved. Like he, And he played very well so there's no reason to change things up especially you know sanders lost the fumble in this game too hubbard played on third downs sanders got sanders got most of the two minute work which is a, a big plus right like if you're running back is getting two minute work that's awesome and, and that will keep him propped up as like this low-end rb2 next week against the saints you know a little bit of a tough matchup there but you know yeah. sanders could, could potentially do his thing um now Hayden Hurst, uh, he was Bryce Young's favorite target in this game. The rap participation was there in preseason. The targets were not there, but it looks like the targets caught up with the rap participation. 22.5% target share. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily pick him up. His rap participation actually went down in this game, 64%. Um, Targets might end up going down too. So Adam Thielen only had two targets in this game. You know, I'm kind of interested to see what happens when DJ Shark gets back. Okay, so like... When DJ Shark comes back, like is he the pickup? Like is he the the guy that they go to? It was Adam Thiel a little bit banged up in this game. Is that why he didn't get the targets? Uh, by the way, Terrace Marshall and Jonathan Mingo they had six and five targets respectively. Uh, they didn't do much with them. Um, this is this is still kind of wide open a little bit. Yeah, it's wide open and it's a pretty bad offense right now. And we saw that they ran a bunch of plays and there was like next to no production and even the usage. Like nobody was really dialed in on. In this game, like you mentioned, I mean, outside of Hayden Hurst, he led the team, you know, but he wasn't doing a whole lot outside of that one touchdown. It wasn't that, you know, encouraging. Adam Thielen was not what I was expecting. I didn't think that he would only get two targets. He ran 38 routes. So, like, that was up there with the teams, the most on the team. So, that was encouraging to see. But I just don't know if I trust the offense right now to want to go target a guy like Hayden Hurst, like you said. And Adam Thielen at this point. With DJ Chark looming, I think you're 100% on the money when you talk about is Adam Thielen really still going to be the guy? Because now they've gone a game. I don't know if Adam Thielen is going to be that guy for Bryce Young at this point because he's dropping back, throwing all these passes, not targeting Adam Thielen. I don't want to overreact to one game. I'm still an Adam Thielen guy. But DJ Chark, the reports were that there was a connection between him and Bryce Young. He could come back and definitely, you know, he can establish himself in this receiver room that doesn't have really anybody 
that separated themselves. So, I, and going back to your point on Miles Sanders and Chuba Hubbard, like this is like the perfect backfield split where we don't know what to do. Like it, it's it's really confusing because you look at Miles Sanders. Well, he he did play a lot of snaps and he got the two minute, but then Chuba Hubbard came in and looked good. They're both going to get snaps. It's all one hundred percent wide out wide in the. It's all one hundred percent out in the wide open right now, and. I'm not a big fan of starting any of these guys. I did start Adam Thielen this week, but at this point, with the way the offense looked, it wasn't that good. And yeah, the Falcons' Hubbard, defense got better, but they're not that good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Hubbard also got some short yardage snaps. Sanders did get, you know, goal line snaps, but, uh, you know, Hubbard did come in for some, you know, short yardage stuff. So we could see some potential goal line uh, for uh, Hubbard as well. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 